Welcome to Drink, Spin, Run, an RPG talk show. This is a special episode that Adam and I threw together. To really kind of give you a little bit of uh, like context on Drink, Spin, Run, um, we've had a couple of people ask us, like, why did we decide to do this podcast the way that we're doing it? Um, because it is a little bit different than some other RPG podcasts out there. Um, and in the meantime, we'd also like to tell you about something. We're going to save that to the end of the, sh- the end of the tiny show here. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, my lovely co-host Don Stroud would like to tell y'all a little bit of a story. This is my story, <laughs> Don Stroud. A couple years ago, I started board gaming a lot, and I'm like, "Wow, man, it'd be great to do a podcast." Now everyone's doing them. It wasn't quite the same scene back then. Two two and a half years ago. Would would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I was like, "Hey, Jeremiah, let's do this thing." Oh no, no, no! I really want to do it right. If we do it, you know, professional equipment. I'm like, "All right, cool, whatever." Jump ahead a few years. <laughs> that pause was extra. I was at special. Gen Con. Pause. We did, and then we did, and then there was a pause. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we were at Gen Con. Uh, my, a couple friends of mine who uh, are big in the game design world, uh, they're publishing their own games, uh, card games, social games. So we recorded an episode of the first RPGs we fell in love with. And then it went nowhere. Until that was uh, Gen Con 2013, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember you coming back from that. They're like, "Oh, yeah. I recorded this podcast. The po- my podcast is recorded." I was like, "Okay, let's hear it. When's it existing?" Yeah, and yeah, and it took a while. And I let you listen to no, it. No, you never yeah. did. And uh, no, I totally sent it to you. I'm like, "Hey, dude, should I edit out all these farts?" <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, I rem- actually I, more more than the podcast. I remember <laughs> being asked, "Should I edit out all of these farts?" To which my my immediate thought is, "Oh, it's just fart jokes. It'll be fine." And then I listened. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh," you know, it, uh, maybe maybe Don. Yeah, that might have been a good idea. Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, it was. I don't know what the deal was, Alan. I'm going to call Alan out for being gassy, and myself. So. That went nowhere, because I was like, Alan, we should have guests on. Oh, well, I'm going to invite my friend John, who does nothing, but since you invite guests, I'm going to. So I'm like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. So how many months after that? Ten months after that? I'm like, you know what, Adam? Do you want to do a podcast? Well, because at that point in time, I had been talking about doing not a podcast, but a talk show. Because I... Right. um, I'm not exactly a podcast guy uh which has more to do with like the podcast that at that point i had heard now this was before i'd really you know started listening to too many of them because um i'm a i'm a jerk uh folks who've met me understand that they know that i'm a bit of a snob and that i really just that i have strong opinions 
and I will I will change them if I find out that they're wrong or uninformed or whatever. And I did about podcasting, mm-hmm. and now I, I really enjoy it, and I want to do more, and I love talking to people you know, in this format, and I love you know getting it out there. Um, but at the time, I was very, podcasting, whatever. Um, and I, but I had thought about right. it. Like, if I was going to be involved, how did I want to do it? And, you know, I've, I've always... I'm not going to say I've always been a fan of the talk show format. Like, I don't mean like Johnny Carson style or like Conan's cool and all. But uh, Conan, I called him mm-hmm. Conan, Conan the O'Brien. Yeah, uh, Conan <laughs> is cool and all. But uh, I've, you know, uh, I love like radio talk shows. Uh, Diane Reem to me is freaking like she's and she's a saint in in my eyes. Like anybody who can tell Henry Kissinger that he needs to shut up, or he's going to get kicked <laughs> off your, their show. That lady, man, what she's a freaking winner. So. Uh, that's that's where I was coming from with it. I was like, okay, this is this is what I want to do. I want to have a conversation because right. to me, a podcast where they just where you know folks are like, there's a, there tends to be like a formula with a lot of podcasts. They talk about this, then they talk about that, then they talk about the other. And Don and I, from moment one, you and I had always agreed, you know, hey, let's we need guests because guests I think really make a podcast. Yeah. Whether they're good guests, bad guests, doesn't matter. You know, um, if it's going to be good, it's because you have guests on who are interesting people to talk to right. or not. You know, you can still actually have a good podcast with people who are uninteresting. Um, which is why as long as it's only one or two right, episodes, or, and, which is and, where the whole, <laughs> but so, uh, you know, after having so many awesome conversations with you, Don, you know, with, uh, you know, so many great conversations I've had on G plus via hangouts and even just, you know, like rolling text hangouts, you know, it was obvious that G plus is such a, like an awesome place to get people to have great conversations. And if we can record it and turn it into a podcast, Let's do it. So this is about the time I've been I've been yeah. flipping out about this. Let's do this. Let's have a talk show. Let's have a talk show. You know, we'll you know have people who know about a thing sit around and we'll talk about it. And you know th- that's that would have been my idea for a while. And then Don comes to me. Hey Adam, my podcast isn't going anywhere. Do you want to do one? Right? I mean, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and you said absolutely. Of course. I mean, how could I say no? Someone else wants to hear me talk. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> or at least well, reports. you were an obvious choice for me because you like to talk and I don't as much <laughs> I, uh, the so... folks at home will have noticed this by now uh, that our podcast really consists of Adam talking to the guest and Don kind of piping in every once in a while when you know he's really got a Don thing to say uh, which <laughs> isn't always the case you know when I'm actually hanging out with Don Don spends an awful lot of time talking but, right um yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is I get so caught up in listening <laughs> to our guests because they're always bringing some awesome. Yeah, it, it, this is this has been one of those things. It's been such a fun podcast to do. Uh, there's been so much stuff that's changed since we started, and it was just a couple of months ago we we started. You know, I mean, we le- realized after that first episode, don't have more than two guests on at a time. Bad idea. I mean, it oh, took us yeah. what? Yeah, four months to go from recording to actual like production on that. I think we recorded that in May, and it came yes. out in September. Right? Yeah, because it takes extra long for everybody to get their files in because of the way we we record this, um, and then it the editing is just so much more yeah. with the extra person. It was a party to have five people. <laughs> it was it was, it was in good. one podcast? Um, but you know, we've learned a lot, and one of the things. 
And here's here's where I'm going to bring it back to like the the reason that we decided to do this little micro episode. Um, one of the things that we've learned is that we could definitely have some better equipment. Now I'm actually set with a lot of things. Um, you know, I've got some nice microphones, all of that. Don could probably use a nicer microphone. The show could use some better hosting. You know, um, right now I think we're being hosted for free with like archives, is it? internet archives. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, we're just we're we're getting started, but we've got so much energy to keep moving that we want to be able to do so much cooler stuff. And part of that um, is, and I hate to admit this, uh, we could use some money. So rather than you just sending us, you know, 20 bucks in an envelope, we'd far rather you uh, go to teespring.com slash DSRLogo01 and pick up one of these t-shirts that we're selling. It's about, was it $17 for a shirt? Um, in, 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 inside the United, yeah. uh, the continental United States, I think it ends up being about 20 bucks after shipping. Which was intentional, because I didn't want you yeah. to spend too much. Um, every cent that you spend on that goes to making the show better. Uh, new microphones, headphones, storage like we talked about, fun stuff like that. We're, you know, obviously um, not looking for thousands of dollars or anything like that. Just, you know, a little bit, a little bit to get, get, grease the wheels. This that still a phrase? You know, keep things moving around here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Don, did you have anything else you wanted to say about that? Yeah, I mean, the t-shirts are awesome, and you can wear them to conventions. If you come up to me at a convention with a DSR shirt on, uh, my mind will be blown, and I'll probably buy you I'll a I'll tell beer. you what I'm going to do if you come up to me at a convention and you're wearing a DSR shirt is I am going to, on the spot, interview interview you. Right there, right then. That's Ooh, what I'm going to do. Nice. Uh, because I've nice. always got some kind of recording equipment on me, even if it's just my phone. So we'll. That's what I'll do. I'm gonna. Uh, you're gonna get your four in. What are you drinking, spinning, reading, running? We'll uh, we'll get your DSR in. Nice. Anybody who purchases a, a t-shirt comes up to me. That's what we're gonna do. Nice, nice. Uh, and we didn't even talk about why we settled on drink, spin. Well, read, let's run. let's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's go ahead and let's talk about that. When you're listening to a talk show and or watching a talk show, let's talk about like like one of those. Um, let's go to the Carson model or the uh, or wow Carson because you know. I I remember Johnny Carson, um, but you know yeah. whether you're talking like the you know the, the the late night talk show kind of thing, you know they always interview the person and then they keep them around, right? And they're like, oh, Woody Banter, Woody Banter, Woody Banter. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> we love the Woody Banter part, but we kind of knew that we needed to get used to people, um, and that's where Don had the idea for the drink, spin, run part. Um, yeah, mostly because. These are things I love. These are things most people love. But also, back when I was running, and I still do run, um, a real-life game, there were a couple of brewers, like home brewers that would Good come. Good home brewers. I it love was, those guys. It was this huge, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, so they'd, yeah, you you have the same guys <laughs> yeah. in one of your groups. And it'd be like, oh, this is my, you know, triple backside stout whatever that I, you know. And it would it would just be sitting there trying all these crazy, it's not a real beer. All, all these crazy brews. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, yeah, we all love talking about beer. That's got to yeah, be a question. ESB what are you is drinking? fantastic, those guys. Uh, that is yeah. my absolute favorite thing those guys make. And uh, yeah, that if, is uh, if they supply me with some of that, I'll, uh, I don't know what I'll do for them. I'll do something special, something magical. Sorry, I'm just now I'm chilling for beer for myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, uh, I, I play with those same guys, obviously, uh, and it is something that we talk about, right? I mean, every time, 
I'm with people. Yeah. Uh, these are the things that we talk about. I mean, uh, we we always talk about what we're reading, right? I mean, that's that's a big thing. You know, literature informs the way most yeah. of us game, or at least informed the way most of us game. I mean, I'm sure there are people today who are not informed by literature somehow. Um, I assume that they got into mm. D&D and other RPGs from Magic or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or maybe MMOs. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But um, most guys our age in our whole like uh, vein of, uh, of gaming, we talk about who, what we're reading. We talk about what we're listening to. Um, I mean, for me, that's such a huge deal. I mean, you can't write a thing called The Metal Gods of Ur Haddad without people wanting to talk to you about metal right i mean that's that's just a thing right. so i uh i don't i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad that this is a thing that we talk about um yeah i don't know and of course we want to hear what people are running you know we want to because I mean, we mm -hmm. want to know how these yeah. things inform your game because they all do right don yeah yeah i mean really it's kind of cheap because we'd be talking about those things anyway you know I mean, this is what we talk about. When it's we not out. cheap at all, folks. It's uh, high conversational <laughs> podcasty arts that uh, right. that only right. we have it, the capability of co accomplishing somehow. No. Yeah, yeah, so, <sighs> yeah. You can you can go N NPR or you can go DSR. Speaking of NPR, right? uh, this this <laughs> I was just thinking that this does remind me kind of of my uh, of uh, like uh, the pledge drive, you know, like. Like yeah, any minute yeah. now, Terry Gross is going to get on here and uh, you know tell us that we're going to get matching funds from you know some small businessman somewhere. I don't know. That is a great idea, Terry. <laughs> if any small business <laughs> wants to match, this is the uh, yeah th yeah thanks good. This is the fundraiser pledge drive <laughs> shill episode of Drake's Been Run, where we are total fucks. Uh, <laughs> anything else we need to talk about here don anything else we gotta no no <laughs> we did everything no, so think, anything I else you want to i mean want to talk about is there something else like because i don't want to i mean at this point we're we're all right. of, like 16 minutes into this thing we don't want to and that's probably not true by the time this all gets edited um i don't want right. to cheat folks you know you they spent the time downloading this uh idiotic yeah. episode for some reason and um I want to oh, you know, yeah, maybe we should talk about. Shit. <laughs> I think we're doing that already. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much easier with special guests. Yeah, I know. You can just the, ask them uh, random content, questions. Yeah. Be like, dude, that guy. Tell me this thing. It's so much fun with Don. I know the answers to all his questions already. That's not true. But uh, yeah. No. Okay, real quick. Ask, Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so um, right. we're going to do a synthesis of that episode that you did forever ago uh, with those dudes, and, you know, we'll do that with DSR. Uh, what was the game that got you really excited about gaming? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, of course, it was um, AD&D, um, but I was not allowed to play when I was young because I grew up in a conservative household, and it was it was evil. Um so I didn't actually even get to play until years later when I was out of uh, high school. And so did you just like promise me an happened? awesome story and then just fail to deliver? Is that what happens? Come on, tell us about well, your no. experience with the satanic panic there, buddy. You got a great opportunity. I went over to a friend's house. I rolled up a ranger. Um, it, you know, it must have been Tui. Uh, it was probably about 1990. No, Tui wasn't out in 91. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. 89. Was it? All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Because, um, yeah, I'm like, oh, man, I got to be a ranger because I love the woods and stuff. You know, I hadn't read anything about ranger. Well, no, of, of course I had okay. read, yeah. you know, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And who and who doesn't love Aragorn when they're a teenager? Right. When they're a teenager, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> So I was like, I, I, I have to be a ranger. And then I go home, and I'm pretty excited to play. And they're like, oh, no, you can't play that. That's that's the devil's game. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, it's a game. I yeah. remember, um, for me, uh, my first game was not the game that really like sold it for me, sold gaming for me. So my first game was actually, and mm-hmm. this is, it's sad that this didn't, isn't what sold me. Um, I remember uh, in 1985, see, this is my memory for dates and names and shit like that that you don't have, Don. Uh, uh-huh, I got yeah. a copy of a Mensa Redbox uh, from a garage sale, because that's how we got stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> so we got it at garage sales, yeah. you know? Um, so I got a copy of the Mensa Redbox there, and while I thought it was awesome and everything, I didn't understand it, because... Um, I was, what, like, I was eight, you know, so I didn't really get it, and I thought I knew what I was doing, and, you know, like you do when you're eight, you know, you you screw with it, and I didn't understand, like, the funky dice and stuff, and, you know, um, it was not until several years later that, um, I don't know, I mean, despite the fact that I owned the Red Box, and I was playing, or I really wasn't playing, but, you know, I was, uh, uh, hmm. like, into the gaming stuff, I didn't know what to do with it, you know? Um, because I was really, honestly, too young, you know? And I, there was no one around me who played. Um, I wasn't one of those guys who had, oh, well, my cousin's older brother's, you know, boy, uh, best friend is a DM and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's the experience that a lot, I guess a lot of people had where it spreads virally. I didn't. And for me, I was just like, the the seed landed in the right soil, and um, it took a little while for it to grow because, you know, I needed to have, like, you gotta have a critical mass of, like, like other shit going on around you. But the way that 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 it hit the critical mass was I got a copy of um, Palladium's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness. And Mm -hmm. that was when role-playing clicked for me. I think I've made... By now, you know, I've probably made way more D&D characters than I ever made TMNTOS characters. But for a long time, that mm-hmm. was like that... or Well, a long time being really just a few years when I was a kid. That was like the go-to right. game for me um, because I understood it. And I understood the genre. D&D I didn't really understand as a genre. I knew about the cartoon, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of vaguely understood some Conan stuff. But I didn't really get the mm-hmm. genre like I did with, you know... Oh, mutant animals f- fighting with ninja skills, you know, for some reason. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Especially, mm. you know, it's really wrapped up in that whole 80s zeitgeist that, uh, you know, late 80s, early 90s zeitgeist where everybody's afraid of, like, mutagens and, you know, nuclear war and crap, yeah. which was totally bought into by Palladium at the time with the After the Bomb, you know, subsetting for TMNTOS. So it just, it hit the right vein in my head. I understood it. I knew where it was going. And then a couple of years later, AD&D 2nd Edition came out, and I was, I... I Pick that up, and I was ready to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's odd that, like, like once that happened, nice. I kind of never looked back at TMNTOS. But still, that was the game that really got me hyped and got me excited about gaming. Um, the other game that, at the same yeah. time, kind of did that too was this old standby that I've got right here, right next to me, the James Bond 007 RPG. This oh, is yeah. a classic, yeah. man. Uh, not enough people talk about this game. So, uh, anyway, that's that's where. 
that's where I got my real big start is uh, Palladium Games and then James Bond. And then when AD&D came out, then I got nice. back to the fantasy stuff. But that really didn't last too long because then there was all that explosion of all that other weird shit going on around that time. Uh, yeah, I think I played tons of not RPGs ah. growing up. Tons of card games. I mean, Euchre was a... Oh, God. You know, I avoided that cult. Let me tell you, that's a real cult. That is a real uh, serious cult. People talk shit, like, during the Satanic Panic. You know, all those folks had all that shit to say about D&D. They should have been talking about right. goddamn Euchre, because that, that is a cult behavior right there. <laughs> oh, so what I was grabbing right now was my original copy of TMNTOS. Oh, nice. Uh, this is in absolute shitty condition. Um, there's, like, writing all throughout it. Uh, this is the seventh printing uh, from 1989. Uh, my family's dog, when she was a puppy, shoot, look at those pages right there. You see that, Don? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's huge swaths of information that are just chewed right out of this. But great book. Awesome. I mean, all the art is Eastman and Laird. It's just, it's it's fantastic, man. I mean, I don't see how you could, how anybody could not look at this and be like, that is a fantastic game. I mean, unless they actually read it, in which case they discover it was written by Palladium and then it was, you know, nearly unplayable as is. But I also live in Michigan, I've never... which is like, <laughs> you know, prime Palladium territory. Now that I've said something bad about yeah, Palladium, yeah. I'm sure like five minutes from now, Kevin Sambita is going to come knock on my door and, you know, shoot me. You got nothing to say about that. Awkward. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd have to find a new get a sock host. puppet. Uh, Just, Tim, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah, have Tim do it. That's a great idea. Wait, you're talking about right, which, ti- right. which Tim are you talking about? Tim Callahan? Yeah. Oh, okay, Callahan. that'd be great. Thought you talk about little Tim, Timmy yeah. the Leprechaun. Tim is a listener. He he enjoys the show quite uh, a bit. Thankfully, yeah. So Tim, um, both Tims, I guess. So, all right. Um, yeah. I think we're about wrapped up for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like we've uh, covered the first loves. Yeah. Mine was empty and yours was full. Right. Yours well, yours was unrequited. It's like falling in love with like someone on TV. Like, you know, that first time you watched Buck Rogers and you saw, you know, Aaron Gray get out of that cockpit and you're like, Oh you know, I mean Yeah. You can't do shit about that. You know, you gotta wait till you can, you know, find something else, right? You know what's crazy, I just realized it, is I never even played D and D before I started running. Really? That's cool. Yeah, I don't think I yeah. did either. Honestly, um, I can remember the first yeah. time I played it and it really clicked. It was after I had run it several times, uh, and then a friend of mine, uh, Destin Pohl, if you still exist, Destin Pohl, I uh, hope you're gaming and having a great time in it. Uh, he ran it and that just like things clicked that hadn't clicked before. But the real for me, the real like uh, aha moment came actually years later. When uh, we got Hero Quest, the board game, and um, we are, we do actually talk oh, about yeah, that in an yeah. upcoming episode. But for me, that was a big, like a light bulb moment, and I learned so much yeah. from that experience. Yeah. So I won't even go into my whole spiel on miniatures because we covered that, and that episode will be out in three, three weeks. weeks. You are correct. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a great one. I'm excited to hear that one again. <laughs> All right, but I think for this episode we have done the damage we set out to do. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks. We hope that we've made this uh, not merely an a- an advertisement and more interesting um, than it could have been otherwise. Uh, but don't forget, if you'd like to support Drinkspin Run and see it develop and get even better as a podcast, um, do your part. Uh, well, do a part. I'm not gonna say it's your part, but do a part. 
<laughs> and uh, pick up a t-shirt at teespring.com slash dsrlogo01. Thanks a lot. Have a wonderful evening, you gorgeous listeners. Yeah, thanks, guys. You and girls, you guys rock. Out.